It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast, Thirsty Thursday edition. I am your host, Susie Hunter, joined by Christian Saez. Christian, how the heck are you doing right now? I'm doing good. I'm hanging in there. It's been a while. It's been a minute since I've been on the show. We have not had you on the show in so long because you like have the nerve to like go on vacation with your wife, who's lovely. (laughs) Yeah, she is. She is. Yeah, yeah. Vacations come up uh, this time of year, although the weather doesn't really feel like uh, vacation weather right now here in Denver, but uh, it's good to be back. I'm happy to be back on the show. Welcome back. Yeah, it's been too long. Unfortunately, I think usually when you come on, we always also always have Josh Sushant on. He's not on the show today. I was was specifically looking for that in the outline. I'm like, (laughs) Sushant has to be on this show. He's not. Not today. There are actually no guests. It is also a Thursday show, and I'm normally not on a Thursday show. I know. Well, you know what? Because, like, we have got, like, a bunch of our company in um, Las Vegas, we're kind of down to one studio. Yeah. So I couldn't do my five o'clock show. I know. Things are getting pushed around. I know. I would have loved to have done a pregame show. Yeah. Yeah. But it's fine. Getting we ready have, for the Marlins. We have so much to talk about, though. We have some Rockies injury updates, some Rockies news to talk about. We are going to really dive into the differences between our two 30-year-old Major League Baseball teams, the Colorado Rockies and the Marlins. Obviously, we know the Rockies are heading to Miami. They might already be there. I don't know when they flew out, yeah. but that is that's coming up. But we're going to just like look at those differences. We're going to get into a bunch of baseball headlines that I think you need to know. And um, of course, we're going to talk trade deadline. We're going to check in with some old friends. Yeah, it's going to be a, a lot a, of good stuff. A stacked show. I know. Always a, good for a, a Thursday show. Freaking show. Uh, so the thing I want to start off with the Rockies right now. You do the math. They are on pace for 99 losses, which is a little better than this time last week where they were on pace for 100 losses. But 99 is still a record-breaking milestone for the Rockies. Yeah, it's unfortunate. And, you know, when you're at this point in the season and you see more negatives than positives, you've got a lot of season left. So there's a lot of opportunity, but it's hard to feel like anything can come out of a potentially 99 loss season um that would be up there with some of the worst seasons in franchise history yeah well i think the record for the number the previous record for losses is 98 really okay so that would be a record breaking it would be the worst the worst it would be the worst and and to be honest like it feels like that and and i feel like you know i mean with all the injuries happening players Mm -hmm. getting hot coming back from injury then getting injured again like, it just feels like a dud of a season. Yeah. And, and it's such a bummer because we have so much baseball left. And it's a long way to go. So much. Uh, speaking of injuries, let's talk about, um, you know, of course, we know Senzatella came back from tearing his ACL and then immediately was injured again. Uh, he's on the road to Tommy John surgery now. Yeah. 
Yeah, and here's the thing about this, and I, you know, I was mentioning to you, like, this is, you know, there's a lot of, of season left right now, but with this being such a tough year for the Rockies, it, it changes your outlook, I think, when you're coming back from an injury, because I think if you are on a team that is playoff bound, you have high expectations for how that team mm -hmm. is going to be successful this year, you, you kind of approach injuries a lot differently. You're, you're really trying to push it to get back. I mean, um, you know, it, it's just a different mindset that you have. Whereas I think for the Rockies right now, the guys that are injured, like there is no real rush. I mean, there, there's no salvaging the season into to an overall extent. So yeah. like get healthy, take your time, really get the rehab in, you know, and Tommy John surgery, if you need it, that's the type of surgery that's gonna, you know, put you out, out of business for a while. Yeah, the thing that really, bums me out about Senza's Tommy John surgery is that it, the um, uh, the series of events reminds me so much of Lucas Gilbreth because last year mm. he went on the IL, got a PRP injection, which are unpleasant, by the way. Yeah, they uh, are very unpleasant. He like really went into detail about like yeah. what goes into those and how he was really not looking forward to it. And uh, I kind of got the sense that, you know, Senza wasn't really looking forward to getting a PRP injection either. And we're sitting there thinking like, are we sure he doesn't just mm -hmm. need Tommy John? Cause this is kind of reminding us of the Lucas Gilbert situation. Yeah. And now flash forward a couple of months, here we are. Well, and Tommy John in baseball is one of those, those things where you've heard those stories of people coming back stronger from getting Tommy John. Mm -hmm. So you have this idea that maybe if, if I rehab in the right way and I go through the proper strength and conditioning protocols when I come back, I'm gonna be better. I can, you know, maybe throw a little bit harder even, or just come back to at least where I was before. It's mm -hmm. not like one of those injuries where you just, you're guaranteed to be a kind of unknown player when you come back. There's a lot of positive cases of people coming back from Tommy John surgery and being very successful. So that's a positive there. The PRP, uh, I, I actually yeah. think my mom, she, she had some issues with her knees and she got uh, PRP injections um, with her knee and she was talking to me a little bit about it because I had never really heard, heard of it. And th the fact that it's, you know, supposed to hurt, that that's what they look for. They're actually looking for like this, you know, like when they, when they give you the injection, they're like, okay, we're, we hope that for the next month you're gonna be in severe pain. That means that it's working. I would imagine I wouldn't want to get that either. You yeah, know, I mean, no. that doesn't sound fun in any way. And it's relatively new medicine. So there are still kind of this idea of like the unknowns of like how your body handles that, how yeah. do you come back from it. Um, so Tommy John for me, it's obviously a huge bummer that Sensatella has to, to, is having to go forward and get any sort of surgery in any, per, mm -hmm. in, in any context. But that is a surgery that has a history of, of having a lot of success stories coming out of it. Players come back and are healthy when they fully rehab. So hopefully that's the case for him. I know. It just stinks to see him recovering from one big injury just to lump into yeah. another one. Yeah. And that's and that's what I was mentioning at the top of the show is like this yeah. this this whole season has felt like one wave of of negativity after another. It's so cursed. This it, season's it, it, so cursed. It's awful because you know, and you get you get Chris Bryant back from injury. You've get you know you get all these guys coming back, and you 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 have these bits of excitement. I remember we did a show during spring training, and Chris Bryant was you know he had his first home run in spring training, yes. and we were starting to get pumped. You know, and it's just like <laughs> you have these moments where you're starting to get excited, and then something else happens, and it's just. Baseball is a brutal sport like that. Um, baseball, it, you know, it, it happens to all the best. Baseball be baseballing. Baseball be baseballing. Hey, speaking of Chris Bryant, I can't confirm this report or anything. I just heard it from a friend. Rumors. But apparently someone bet like 15 million on Chris Bryant to not homer yesterday. 
I'd say that's a decently safe bet. Yeah, and th they were right. He did it. But yeah. he did homer the day before. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, he I mean, Chris Bryant can hit home runs. We know that. Well, I mean, like, do we know it? We hoped we thought we knew it. We, like, <laughs> he used, he he used, used to hit home runs. Home runs. I, he doesn't really anymore, but he's had a couple in the past couple of weeks. He can. Which has been, every time we get it, it's just like a great treat. Yes, he, he is one of those guys that it's kind of all or nothing. You're either hitting a home run or you're not really doing much else. Um, $15 million is an insane amount of money. I feel like I would have seen more of that if that was like... <laughs> if it really happened, I don't know. I just like, I, I've seen, you know, you always hear those things about like, Drake putting down, you know, an insane amount on like, who, a Super Bowl or something. Yeah. And you're just like, or who mattress has that Mac. Kind of money? Yeah, yes, exactly. What, what was his mattress Mac doing this? Like, how? you know what? I could see mattress Mac totally shading the Rockies. And, and on <laughs> such an on, on such an unattractive bet, like that's such an unattractive. Like, he's it's not ugly. gonna. It's, it's such mean. an ugly it's bet. So like, negative. Oh, he's just not gonna hit a home run tonight. Like, come on, give me, give me, like, put 15 mil on, like, you know, he's gonna hit a cycle with a 450 foot home run, like. That's what I want to see if you're putting big money out there, but oh my I don't know. What Maybe. is the most you would bet on Chris Bryant not homering in any given game? This season? Uh, I'd probably put a good amount on, on you know, I mean, I don't know. There's... Give me a number, Christian. I'd put 500. 500. 500. That's, that's, a, that's, that's, a, that's a bold number. bet for me. Like, yeah. that's, whew, we're, we're doing something economy? crazy. In this economy? <laughs> yes, exactly. That's, uh, yeah. And, and because Chris Bryant, like I said, he can hit home runs. I just... He hasn't been doing it. Nothing but respect, though, Chris Bryant. Yeah, we want to see the home runs. We're we, we all want for them. It. We want them. We want more of them. We can't get enough of them. We're as insatiable. Long as, as long as I don't have 15 million on him not hitting a home run, <laughs> I'm all for the home runs. So keep it coming, Chris Bryant. Keep it coming. Uh, you know who is keeping it coming down in uh, um, Albuquerque? Cole Tucker. Yeah. Cole Tucker has been electric lately ever since he's come back from his injury, yeah. but he uh, he robbed a home run the other day. Um, Tiff, do we have the video of that? Check Ooh. out this video that the Isotopes posted. They tagged SportsCenter, too, because that's how good it was. So he robs a home run and then immediately launches to get the runner out who was at first base, who was coming back. So uh, robbed a home run and made it a double play. The, the That's like one of the coolest plays I, I've ever seen and, and you'll see it right here like you you, you see him hit it going back in right mm -hmm. field look at okay you, so he a... tracks it too so yeah. i mean he, it wasn't just like all in one motion but the bang bang play throwing to first on a dime i as a former outfielder i was more of a pitcher but like i yeah. did you know in high school play outfield for a while as center field the connection of pitchers to outfielders and needing it, to throw really hard it, it does <laughs> it does help and yes. outfield gives you a break from throwing a lot like you never see pitchers going and catching the next game after throwing 90 pitches. You know, outfield is a nice break from throwing after you've thrown a complete game or something. But yeah. um, I remember always wanting to do that. I like being able to not only rob a home run, but then just come up firing back into the infield <laughs> and catch some guy sleeping halfway across the, the base path. Really cool thing. Gets your adrenaline pumped. Uh, but yeah, it, beyond that, though, really cool that, that, that Cole Tucker's having some success right now. Yeah. You know, he's got the name, obviously, because we're, we're all familiar with him for his connections yeah. off the field. <laughs> but it's cool to see him putting it together on the field as well. By off the field, do you mean his clubhouse best friendship with Sean Bouchard? Yes, that's yeah, exactly that's what, what we I mean. Meant. Yeah, and yeah. the hair, too, of course. I mean, oh my gosh, can't the forget flow. The, the flow. The flow. The fluffy flow from Cole Tucker. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Such good curls. It is, it is. I'm jealous, <laughs> I'm jealous. I, I uh, ran outside in the rain today, and... Uh, I was like, you know what? I won't wear a hat today. I'll actually like be a decent human being and like throw my hair together. 
and then ran outside in the rain and it was completely drenched and i'm like oh cool cool what did i do just, that for yeah thanks for that so um uh, all right we're gonna continue on the topic of outfielders randall gritchick mm -hmm. also injured yes still Still. Groin injury. He's still kind of day-to-day. He did run bases the other day, but he's been out of the lineup. So I'm curious to see if he'll end up back in the lineup in Miami. Or, like, I mean, this is, like, the dude that I look at and I'm like, you know, obviously we like him as a person. But I'm like, we got to trade this guy. Yeah. We have so many outfielders. Yeah, you have a lot of outfielders. And groin injuries are touchy because they're, they're one of those injuries that um, can flare up kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. You can be fully feeling rehabbed and ready to go. And then you... Are sitting there in the outfield and you take a, a nice you know explosive motion going towards a ball and mm -hmm. it's you know flares up again so mm. groin injuries for me are scarier as a coach at least because you're just there's just that un, you know kind of unpredictability of it uh, of mm -hmm. it being able to flare up um and the inconsistency that he's had i think is just like you said we've got a lot of outfielders right now um the rockies are in it they need to be in a rebuild i mean it has to, it has to happen but um Dick Montfort does not believe in the word rebuild. I, I know. They, he I just, just, he straight up does not. There's so many things <laughs> that we can go into. We could, so many rabbit holes we can go into with, with ownership, with the Rockies and everything mm -hmm. like that. But um, that is the reality of it is the Rockies are on pace for a 99, 99 loss season. Yeah. Um, you've got a lot of pieces in the outfield. At some point, you've got to start looking at what cards do we have on the table and how mm -hmm. do we make this benefit us? in the next couple of years, because this isn't the year. We this have, is not going to be the year. We have a surplus of outfielders. We should get rid of this veteran guy, and we can bring up Cole Tucker. We obviously just signed Witten Bernard to a minor yeah. league deal. Yep, Let's yep. add another um, uh, outfielder into the mix. Yeah. Ridiculous. It, it is, and it's some of those things that, you know, you would just like to be seeing movement happening. Um, I think that's the most frustrating part, and we did talk about this earlier in the season as well, where we were just mm -hmm. saying, like, look, I just want to see movement. You know, uh, like, yeah. even if I kind of disagree with what's happening like if you show me that you're making moves and maybe you have a plan mm -hmm. that's what we want to see um and we're obviously not seeing it so. we are not this kind of brings me into uh, i don't know if you saw patrick saunders uh he did his weekly denver post mailbag where he answers questions about the rockies but there's one thing in particular in there that i know people on twitter were pretty upset about and you know i didn't love it either but um according to saunders um Another baseball executive, presumably outside of the Rockies organization, said that he could see Elias Diaz um, not being traded because him winning MVP only makes Dick Montfort want to hold on to him even more. Yeah, that's frustrating. That I could see I could see that being a little irritating. Um, well, and and I mean, don't get me wrong; it's cool that we've got the MVP, you know, on, on our oh, squad. Oh, it's so cool. That's that's awesome, but. One guy is not going to win us a, a World Series. You know, I mean, it's we, yeah. we need pieces. Also, I've been saying this ever since the night of the All-Star Game. It is insane that the All-Star Game MVP is on a team that's going to lose 100 games. Yeah, yeah. And 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 like and people know that, too. Like you go on Twitter after the All-Star mm -hmm. Game and people are like, wow, the Rockies had the, the All-Star MVP. Rockies like who? the Rockies. What? Yeah. So, but he's so talented. I don't want to diminish that. I don't want to diminish his talent. I'm saying like he can do better. Yeah, well, he can. <laughs> and 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 not to say that we can do better as the Rockies organization, but when when you're in a in a situation where you're trying to build a winning franchise, yeah. one guy is not your guy. That you got to have especially when I mean when it's not Shohei Otani, like a player on that level. Yeah. 
one person isn't going to do it. Mm -hmm. You need pieces. Well, so I mean, split up the value somewhere. I was going to say, look at Shohei. He can't even carry the whole no, Angels team no, on his own. He, he can't. Please. He can't. <laughs> and that is a whole other thing to talk about. Shohei Otani continues to be one of the most exciting aspects of baseball this yes. year. Yes. Oh, uh, my gosh. And, and from, from all different you know sides of it. But, uh, yeah, I just think the Rockies need to start looking at, at guys and the value that they bring to a franchise long term. And yes. that's the hardest part that yeah. I think we're we're missing right now. Yeah, a lot of I feel like a lot of the trade deadline decisions can definitely come across as short sighted. Not yeah. trading Trevor's story when he obviously wasn't going to resign. Um, I just don't want to see history repeat itself. Is that too much to ask for? Uh, it, yes. I'd love to say yeah. I'd love to agree <laughs> with you on that one. But we are the Rockies, so we kind of know what to expect. Lindsay, here. Lindsay liked that one. We did. We had our studio audience <laughs> bringing us some some good laughs. On Lindsay, that one. how was pickleball yesterday? Oh man, you don't want to ask. Oh no. Oh no, forget I asked. Lin Lindsay's the least competitive person I've ever met, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was uh, I was hosting with Andre yesterday and he was like, I have a hard out at whatever time. And I was like, Oh right, because you have like a family and stuff. He's like, No, they're out of town. I'm playing pickleball with Lindsay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well Marissa's talking about she's talking about, you know, going out of town here in the next few weeks too, and I'm like, I the pickleball courts would not be the place that I'm spending my uh <laughs> my free <laughs> evenings but you know props to you andre good job going out there and getting some pickleball time in oh my god hopefully they won so freaking funny um uh, we, let's talk real fast about this upcoming marlin series because i want to compare we got to like really look at what the marlins have done in 30 years and what the rockies have done in 30 years because they were both the expansion teams in uh, 1993 mm -hmm. So both of our clubs, I feel like the Marlins are like our fraternal twins. Yes. We were born at the same time. Yeah. It's adorable. And a lot of similarities. A lot of similarities, uh, but a lot of differences. Yeah. A lot of differences. I, I think it feels more similar now because both the teams have struggled in, yeah. in recent years. Um, but yeah, it, it is weird. And I forget that sometimes that like the Rockies and the Marlins were the expansion teams at that same time. Mm -hmm. I'm only 26. I was not around when uh when this all happened and so oh my god you weren't I, even born yet? i was not Stop even my, i don't even think my parents were married yet at that point like it was it was before my time <laughs> by a few years so uh yeah i forget that that was like that the rockies were an expansion team alongside the marlins um and 30 years you know you, you you're starting to see uh, only a small handful of teams that haven't won a world series and that is the biggest difference between these two teams is uh you know the marlins Picked up two, I believe, right? Yeah, the Marlins have won um, two World Series. But also, I, I, the way I'm, I was looking at it, the Marlins have had the highest of highs and the lowest of yes. lows. Yes. So, like, they've won two World Series uh, where it, in that span of time the Rockies have won none and only appeared in yeah. one. Um, uh, but the year after they won their first World Series, they lost 108 games. And that's yeah, the, which is insane. That is the... Uh, worst record for an MLB team who just won the World Series. Yeah, and and that's like I I don't even know how that really happens. You know, I mean right? like in, I mean I I that that's something you see in college where you've got a team full of seniors and oh they go gosh. and they just dominate <laughs> in the college baseball World Series and then they all graduate and it's like a team of freshmen. You know, I mean like so, you know, they suck the next year or whatever. Like that's what you see in college. You don't see that in pro sports even mm -hmm. you, know, you think of like our stanley cup winning avalanche you know they didn't win the stanley cup this year but they were still made it to the playoffs you yeah. expect the nuggets are still gonna hopefully make it to the playoffs next year if not win the championship so mm -hmm. like i just i don't know if i've seen a drop off that 
dramatic. It was it was a big drop off. Yeah, like I don't really remember it. No, like I wasn't that yeah. locked into the Miami Marlins. <laughs> yeah, you weren't. You weren't when all... I was like nine years old. Yeah. <laughs> Man, those Marlins that 108 season law, 108 loss season, <laughs> brutal. But yeah, they've had uh, 300 plus loss seasons. 98. Um, uh, 2013 and 2019. Where, hmm. like, at, at, on the flip side, the Rockies have had zero hundred yeah. loss seasons. Yeah, it's been like the Rockies have been like middle of the of the pack. I yeah. think for the majority of their their tenure. Um, and, and it, that's I don't know. I don't know what I what I'd like more. You know, would I rather be the team that just kind of is like average for their entire existence, or would I rather be the team that like, hey, we're doing great, but then we suck for you know ten years and yeah. then we're doing great and. Um, I don't know. That I, is the question. I mean, I think I would rather, I mean, cause no matter what, if you're not winning, yeah. you're suffering you, you, to some you, degree. You're suffering, so yeah. why not just like suffer the hardest you've ever suffered, but then also like get to experience a world series. Well, I think the Broncos fans are going through that right now. You know I mean? Yeah. Like the Broncos won multiple Super Bowls and then have not been to that level since then. Uh, so yeah, as, as many Broncos fans out there in Denver, would probably agree with you, you know, like yeah. you'd rather have some success and then just have to get through the hard times to get back to mm -hmm. times of success. Um, the weird thing for me though, yeah. and, and you, and you mentioned this in our outline is, is the attendance. And I've yeah. always been confused about the Marlins lack of attendance. The no Marlins have goes had to those games. awful attendance throughout <laughs> their entire history as, as a team. Even I remember watching when the Marlins were in the postseason and them having like empty seats in the upper decks on like a, a playoff game in the postseason in the like post that's season. crazy and i mean you think that's of disrespectful. you think of rocktober for for the rockies when when the rockies are doing well denver shows up like mm -hmm. denver is a baseball city the rockies just aren't doing well so no one's going to watch baseball to that extent mm -hmm. when your team isn't doing well but when they are like i mean this this base this city has fever for the rockies so I just, that's a weird thing to me that the Marlins cannot get that figured out. Yeah, it is so weird. I mean, I've been to that. Have you been to that stadium? Yes. Yes, I have. Tropicana, uh, right? Uh, or no, no. No, no the, uh, Tropicana is um, I've been to Tampa. Trop I've been to Tropicana. That's, that's the, one. the worst yes. stadium and it is. It on is Earth. Not. Like, that's just, ugh. Yeah. I don't, ugh, why would you even bring it up? I'm in such a bad mood now. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, I went to a game in Miami, though, and... Uh, it was just, I th it was like minor league baseball level attendance. It yeah. was so sad, but they yeah, have those, um, they have those cheerleaders. I don't know what they call them. I forget, but um, uh, we ended up on, me and my friend ended up on the big screen, but like, so we you know, obviously we see the camera coming over to us because there's not a lot of people mm -hmm. in the stadium, yeah. but they had the Marlins cheerleaders stand behind us and like wave pom-poms behind us. So like we would, it wouldn't look like an empty stadium on the big screen. Nice. Okay. I get yeah. it. You know, that's like, like, it's like they're filming a movie, you know, and you pass one yes. one section that's going to be in the background that's exactly it feels what it was like it feel, yeah feels like it's filled <laughs> up that, that's that's cool no i i just the weird thing too is that like you know that's that stadium has hosted world baseball classic games yeah. between like the dominican republic puerto rico and mm -hmm. they're sold out not a single empty seat it's insane how many people go to those games so there is a market in miami for baseball you i mean you, you get a lot of you know cuban dominican Puerto Rican, like a lot of Hispanic fans yeah, yeah. that love baseball, but the Marlins just aren't their team. And and that's where I guess it kind of, it, it gets me. Cause I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like if I was living there, I'd, I'd want to be involved. 
but the the struggles have made it hard. Yeah, I mean, also think about how humid it is in Miami. How hot and humid it is. Wouldn't you want to be inside in some air conditioning? True, true. Yeah. Like, it, doesn't that gross. sound lovely? Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> uh, there are a lot of, but you know, but that's just, I, I would say the same thing about baseball in October in Colorado. Like, in October in Colorado, if the Rockies are playing and it's 20 degrees outside. <laughs> We're, we're still packing Coors Field. Like, there yeah. is not going to be an empty seat. Mm -hmm. So if you really care about the team, if you really like the team, you're showing up no matter what. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's, but there, there are some, you know, there, those kind of dynamic contrasts between the Rockies and the Marlins that, mm -hmm. that are interesting to look at because yeah. they have grown up as franchises They've together. They've grown up together. They've had this the luxury of the same amount of time on this earth. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the Marlins are consistently if not at the bottom, close to the bottom of MLB attendance. And the Rockies, meanwhile, are pretty much always in the top 10. Well, and one of the other things I just thought about that we could kind of draw in comparisons is, is the ownership, because mm. we have two teams that have <laughs> owners that are negatively in the spotlight. You got Derek Jeter, obviously, with the Marlins. <laughs> yes. Everyone had very high hopes for Derek Jeter, and it just hasn't panned out. And you know, you got to fail to succeed. And, yeah, and, I don't and, know. And, I'm, not, and I'm not a Jeter uh, apologist, though. No, so. I'm not. I'm not either. I actually that's a topic for a different day. But yeah, it, I, I'm with you on that 100 uh, percent. But, you know, I mean, like I compare the whole Derek Jeter owning the Marlins to uh, to, to Michael Jordan. And, you know, he's just now, I, I believe, selling. Was it Charlotte uh, that he's that he's getting ready to mm -hmm. sell? And it's the same same kind of thing where it's like Michael Jordan being the, the greatest of all time basketball player did not translate to him being the greatest of all time owner. No. Same thing with Derek Jeter. And then you've got, you know, Monfort for the Rockies, who didn't come from a playing background, but... From a cattle background. Yes, from a cattle background. Very different. He really sees them, he really sees these guys as just cattle. As just some... Like, no, we got to keep our prize-winning bull. Yes, yes. <laughs> we and, can't and trade it, him. And he just has not been able to translate his success in the business world, in the mm -hmm. cattle world, over into a successful uh, baseball franchise. So that's been an unfortunate comparison between the two as well. Unfortunate comparison indeed. But you know what? I bet things are going to get better for the Rockies in a couple of years. Um, and not that I can bet on that with Bet365 yet. Uh, Bet365, uh, one of our, we, we love working with Bet365. They are the guys who pioneered live in-game betting. And today, Bet365 offers the widest range of games and markets available for live in-game betting, and they've got more than 80 million users worldwide. Plus, they're a proud partner of the Colorado Rockies. So you, um, you've got a good situation going on there, but you can get a better price on chosen markets for select games with Bet365 boosts or Bet365 super boosts. Oof. Uh, but the really cool thing about Bet365, they have this thing called the Baseball Early Payout Offer. So if you're, uh, so you are a winner, if your team goes five runs ahead, you get an instant payout. And you have uh, parlay and same game parlay selections too. They'll be marked as winners. But yeah, you can download the app. Use code DNVR365 when you sign up. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Colorado. Please gamble responsibly if you or someone you know has a gambling problem. And wants help, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. But yeah, that 365. Such good stuff going on on that app right now. Oh, yeah. Such good stuff. Um, uh, and I, listen, I don't have a transition. Baggins and Shanker. 
sure. Need, needs no transition. <laughs> needs no transition. Needs no introduction, but we'll introduce you anyway. When you get hurt, Bacchus and Shanker is here to help. They are helping those who are seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years, and you're not paying a dime until they win money for you. There's no upfront fee to consult with someone about your case. There's just no fee while they're working on it. No fee until they're actually winning you money. <clears throat> And they've done it a lot, too, uh, to the tune of a billion dollars, billion with a B. So they've done it a lot. They're very successful. Um, and now they've got locations all over Colorado with neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Englewood, and Fort Collins. Uh, because Pakistan Shanker has the strength and power to win your case with more than 30 lawyers and 100 staff. So the bottom line, Bacchus and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases where you were not at fault. Car accidents, motorcycles, rideshare, pedestrian, truck... Whatever situation you got yourself into, they can help you, even if you're injured at work. So call them at 222-2222, all twos, all two lows all day, every day, to find out if you have a case for free because Bacchus and Shanker wins. <clears throat> you good? Yeah, I'm good. Getting a little, little toasty over here? <clears throat> it's like hot in here. It, it is hot It's like here. actually it, yeah. so warm in here. <laughs> it, it, that, that fan is blowing my way. I'm getting a little bit of it, but it's, it's still toasty. <clears throat> Surprising given the weather outside earlier today. It's just, it's so, it's been so muggy. Like, it's, like, it's not supposed to be muggy here. It's supposed to be dry here. No, and it's been so rainy, and I feel like I'm living in Seattle again. Like, I, you know. Damn shame. Yeah, I mean, although I'm glad I'm not living in Seattle with the way their team has been in the headlines recently. Oh, my gosh. We will get into that. Actually, let's get into it. Uh, Five baseball headlines that I need you to know. Um, You mentioned this a little bit. I think you mentioned that. We were talking about this before the show, but the Mariners... Both the fans and the players are so mad. They're <laughs> mad because the team store was selling gear for opposing fans. So someone on Twitter posted a picture of a ton of Blue Jays gear mm-hmm. while the Blue Jays were in town. Players caught wind. They weren't happy either. No. I actually am. So my cousin, who lives in Seattle mm-hmm. still, she's a diehard Mariners fan. She was at the game, uh, at one of the games, and went into the... Uh, student store or the student store, the team store after the game and saw all of that. This was before all the news broke. Yeah. And she texted oh in our family group chat and was like, this is such BS. Look at all this. And then literally like I like an hour after that, the a picture posted from someone else started going viral of, you know, the team having all mm-hmm. the Blue Jays stuff. But she was so mad. I mean, like actually legitimately pissed that yeah. they were selling Blue Jays gear in their team store. I think it's inappropriate. So I put this question out there on the DNVR Rockies Twitter, but I'm like, should, do you think team stores should actually sell opposing gear? I don't think they should. Mm-mm. I think if you want, if you're a Giants fan, you come to Coors Field and you want Giants gear, you should have gotten that Bru- at your yeah, own. Bring your own. You should have brought your own. BYOG. Bring B-Y-O-G. your own gear. BYOG. This yeah. is, yeah. Um, and it, a lot of people were on my side of this. I think Lindsay commented on there and she was like fuck no yeah (laughs) so but um a couple of people were just like no what a great way to make money i'm just like get no yeah i I, I just i I remember you know when i was i was covering march madness a long time ago and and they had the overall team stores Mm -hmm. and it was funny because after a team would get eliminated they would have like this rack in the corner that had the like eliminated teams (laughs) swag so they would you know be like $10 t-shirts that were normally 40 
but because the team was eliminated, it's like this tiny little corner of like all these old teams. Just the corner that, of shame. The corner of shame. And I remember doing a story about that. Think about what you've done. Yeah, I did a story on that. And I'm like, <laughs> you don't want to be in this corner right here. Make sure your team doesn't end up here. But oh uh, that's that's kind of how I felt it was. Was like, you know, it's like okay, maybe it's hope. Maybe it's on a discount. Maybe they're like, hey, just trying to like get rid of these. I don't know. Either way, it's still the team store. Mm-hmm. So. Don't put opposing team stuff in your team store. Yes. Uh, so That's how I feel. The, um, of course, um, uh, the Mariners, you know, saw all the... Uh, the backlash. You know, the, the backlash. Yeah. A, team sp- a team spokesperson said, uh, apparently, it's like it's not what you think. So uh, this is from the score.com uh, posted this. Uh, the Mariners later explained that the merchandise was on sale for reasons unrelated to the Blue Jays' upcoming visit. Following the All-Star Game in Seattle, we this is a quote, following the All-Star Game in Seattle, we had a limited amount of leftover merchandise from different, mostly AL teams, a Mariner spokesperson said in a statement to Miles... Shackner? Shackner. Miles S. Miles Skatchner? Oh, man, this is so embarrassing. Um, (laughs) uh, Of the New York Post. Sorry, Miles. You'll be okay. Um, uh, The Blue Jays. Okay, so quote, the Blue Jays merchandise in question has now been removed from the team store. Do you think that the people who run the team store are actually that short sighted that they would sell Blue Jays gear just to get it out of the store? I, I feel like that's probably true. I, I, I think <laughs> when it's a business side of things, probably. I mean, yeah. I think they probably didn't realize that people were going to be as mad as they are. Um, I mean, if it's me, you know, I'm like, sell it to some some just like, you know, athletic stores in Seattle. And there are tons yeah. of stores in Seattle that just sell that's a good sports idea. gear. Like, just sell it to some of them for cheap. Mm-hmm. You know, say, hey, we're getting rid of this merchandise. We've got all these brand new Blue Jays jerseys. We'll just sell it to you. Hopefully there's some Blue Jays fans out there that want to buy some team, you know, gear, yeah. whatever. Um, I'm sure. But, I'm sure they could donate it. Or donate it. They exactly. could donate Send it. Send it back to the Blue Jays. Like I don't know. Like I, I'm sure it's more complicated. You than know, that, but they could have just donated it. It does feel like one of those like what were you thinking kind of situations. Yeah. Speaking of what were you thinking situations, Jared Kellenick of the Mariners. Jared Kellenick. Oh what was he my thinking? Gosh, Jared Kellenick broke his foot because he kicked a water cooler when he was mad. And now he's on the aisle for God knows how long. For uh, God knows how long. Um, uh, we have, um, what should I call it? There, I mean, there's some like funny tweets about it, but at the same time, like after I saw his reaction did, today, yeah. oh, I, f- I feel really bad. Yeah, he he went on. I I I don't know. If, uh, it was on Twitter, but it, he went on and did a media day. And I, I have a couple friends who still work at the stations in mm-hmm. Seattle, and they were like, I was asking them about it um, when I was texting them right before the show and they were saying yeah he like even off camera he was shaken up like he didn't just get emotional when he was talking to the media he was not <sighs> in a good place when he showed up to the dugout like the coaches were really you know i mean it was it's super unfortunate you get really caught up he's obviously frustrated cuz he's not playing well he's had a huge slump um th- these these past few games and yeah. um he just took it out in the wrong way and uh unfortunate for him young I guy know. obviously yeah obviously he's a very passionate player he cares a lot um it just it it really it makes me so sad to see that you know he was in this slump and now he has to wait even longer to get out yeah, of it that's that and that's you know mm-hmm. i mean he knows that obviously but like he, that's I, not I, the you answer can, you can tell he knows yes, it, yeah because yeah. he was so emotional um ryan divish of the seattle times posted uh, 
the video of his of part of his interview. But um, he tweeted out, Jared Kelnick was so upset with the injury that he couldn't speak for a few minutes. Yeah. Uh, and was, see, like, this is the, like, I, like, actually, like, ugh, that makes me so sad to see. If you're watching yeah. us on YouTube, we're showing just, like, the clip of what he looked like. I mean, I I do appreciate that um, young men these days are comfortable showing emotion. I think that's really important. Totally. Because obviously we all feel really strong emotions. Yeah, and and that's a big deal. I mean, he's a young up and coming player. Yeah. He's the top prospect uh, aside from Julio Jones or Julio Rodriguez, and yes. you know he he's the top one of the top prospects for the Mariners and has an opportunity now for the first time this year to fully be a starter. And he's been struggling. It mm -hmm. happens to young players, and he knows that was not the right decision. You know, yeah. I mean, obviously he wasn't expecting to break his foot, but. Um, you know, you hate to have to learn a lesson like that because now you have to go through this whole recovery process. Is it going to impact his ability to get a future contract down the road or, a, you know, a, a, a young contract? Like, who knows? There's a lot of questions up in the air. And I don't think he's proven himself enough to, to really have earned a good contract like Rodriguez obviously was mm -hmm. able to, to secure in his first year with the Mariners. So, yeah. Very unfortunate for him. Very unfortunate series of events. Um, the water cooler stays undefeated. Yeah. Um, someone posed this question on Twitter, um, uh, and this is what I'm wondering: Did the Mariners, the Mariners City Connect jerseys, did they curse the Mariners? So like, this is what the logo would look like upside down. But the City Connect hat logo is the trident upside down, arrows pointing down. So like, yeah, it looks like an M. Yeah. But we also got some arrows pointing down. Yeah. I'm thinking that might be really bad vibes. If you look at um, the Chicago White Sox Stadium, it's guaranteed rate field. The logo for that um, company yeah. is an arrow down. Yeah. How have the White Sox been lately? Not great. Ass. Not great. Yeah. No, that's that's what I've never even thought about that. That's that is a total uh, aspect that could be I, uh, considered. And and well, and think it's about bad this. Vibes. So I saw this come out yesterday. One of the statisticians for the Mariners uh, posted this yesterday, and he was saying that going into yesterday's game, yeah, the Mariners were forty-seven and forty-seven, so they were five hundred. Okay. The last two games. They were one and one. The last four games, they were two and two. The last wait. six games, they were three <laughs> wait, and three. I saw this. The last eight <laughs> games, they were four and four. Last ten games, they were five and five. Last twenty games, they were ten and ten. And the last sixty games, they were thirty and thirty. It is just they have been so consistently five hundred. Just five hundred like, for thirty for the last sixty games. It's actually so impressive. It is. It's so impressive, but at the same time, it's so mid. And it is. obviously, that must feel like such a loss for Mariners fans because they're expecting so much more. So much. I mean, so you got a more. taste of what success feels like in Seattle. And, and trust me, I mean, I lived in Seattle for most of my life. Mm -hmm. Seattle has diehard fans. I mean, they are they, they are true to the blue. Similar to, I think, in Denver, you know, you've got, a, you've got fans that, yeah, the team's been struggling for a while, but the minute they start picking up, they are ready to go. And you saw that last year on that insane wildcard game that the Mariners played in and lost in, what, the 16th inning or something crazy like yeah. that? And, I mean, Seattle was living and breathing the Mariners for the first time since 2001. Ugh. So the expectations were very high this so year. So high. And it has just been nothing but mid. Nothing but mid. Um, uh, I'm also looking at the time. I'm like, I told Marissa I would get you out of here at 6.15. Oh, yes, yes. And it is 6.06 right now. I am in trouble. We had a good, we've got a, a lot of stuff to talk we about. We still have a lot of stuff to talk about. We're probably not going to get into all of it. But first, got to get into Shady Rays.
Uh, I left my sunglasses all the way over there. I did get them back from Spilly, which was great news. But Shady Rays, our favorite independent sunglasses company that has designer quality shades at the most affordable prices. They're an independent sunglass company, world-class product, durable frames, such clear optics, great for leaving them in the dugout and your colleagues finding them. But um, they have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear. So if I were to lose them, they would have replaced them. Hmm, or if huge. someone sat on them yep. and they broke. Or if they flew off your face while jet skiing. Did that happen to you that guys? That happened when to me were... when we were in Seattle, yes. <laughs> on my vacation, that happened. No! Mm -hmm. uh, were I they... wish I had Shady Rays, because then I would have been okay. Don't you look silly I now. do. I absolutely do, because I don't have sunglasses, so. Well, I have really good news for you, because Shady Rays, they have the best deal of the season exclusive for our listeners. Use code DNVR at ShadyRays.com. You're getting 50% off. Not one, two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Uh, so you can either buy them online. You can go to the Park Meadows Mall, not far from you guys. Yeah, oh, that's very you close. Can, they have a store there. You can try them all on. And if you get them and you don't love them, you have 30 days to either just return them all, all together or exchange them for a new pair. So absolutely no risk. Nice. It's crazy that you've waited this I long. I will learn my lesson next time I go jet skiing you with sunglasses. Learn your damn lesson. Maybe put some of those little, you know, ties on the back to make sure they don't fly off. I need. I don't know what those are called. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, I, we were talking about this in the um, like waiting for an interview the other day, me and the other reporters. But I was like the librarian thing. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but I like don't know what down, those yeah. are called. I don't either. I don't I, know. I, a little scrunchies or something. I have no idea. I do not know. But yeah, shadyrays.com. Use code DNVR. 50% off two or more pairs of the best polarized sunglasses you're ever going to get. Um, I don't, you know what? I need Shady Rays a lot because um, I got to hide how um, hard the kind love hits. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, you got to make sure you, you know, keep things under control. <laughs> got to make sure no one knows. No, but uh, Kind Love, proud partner of uh, DNVR, the official dispensary of DNVR, um, and also another local brand. They are one of the OG dispensaries here in Colorado. They've been around since 2010. So if you're doing math, that's like 13 years ago. Yeah. That's many years. 2010. Wow. I was 13. Shut up. You can leave now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, right. highest quality brand. Um, in Colorado, fully seed to sale. That's like farm to table, but for weed, they are breeding their own genetics. They have a controlled grow process. Um, and they've recently launched the game-changing product known as the TurboCore. It is a toothpick-sized stick. It's 100 milligrams, and you can stick it in a joint or a cigarette or whatever. Wow. And it, uh, it's, it's a cannabis concentrate, a full-spectrum cannabis concentrate. Um, so, yeah, and it's got a tip, too, so you can... Uh, My this is goodness. disgusting. That, that's, uh, <laughs> that, would, that would take you for a wild journey uh, right yes, there. Yes, yes. So they sell the turbo core that you can put into it, or they sell pre-rolled turbo joints. Oh my God! And I've heard from I some of our. I've heard from some of our. Well, Marissa should have gotten one. Uh, hasn't told me. Maybe she, she took it all for herself. She definitely did not share it with me. She you definitely did not share it with me. I am, I am a little bummed. That's a little offended. Hilarious. But yeah, Turbo Joint uses the same technology. Um, uh, and yeah, you can you can get a discount. You can get twenty five percent off all Kindla flower pre rolls, and the whole Turbo Joint line. 
if you go into their store in Cherry Creek or North Denver and mention DNVR. But head to kindlove.com so you can see the whole range of products that they have. But when you go in, use code D. Oh, you can use it for online ordering now, too? Hell yes. All right. Even yeah, better. you can order it. on. You can use it for online ordering, too. So there you go. Woo. Kind love. Kindlove.com. Uh, the Cherry Creek location is um, uh, near Shotgun Willys. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Well, it's easy to find. Easy to find. So, yeah, yes. You'll, it's in that like shopping center. It. Where the Target is, where the yeah. PetSmart is. Yes. The good side. <laughs> That's my neighborhood. That is, yeah. Right. <laughs> See the Shotgun Willy? You know you're going the right way. Oh, my gosh. Um, all right. Let's, uh, we're going to start to wrap things. Oh, we really got to wrap things up, actually, because you have to leave. Um, I appreciate it. It's, I, uh, all right, all right. Let's. Time flies when you're having fun, as they say. Time flies, truly. Time truly flies when you're having fun. Let's preview. Let's preview. Actually, no, you know, we got to talk about. Um, I want to mention Chad Cool because Chad Cool, you know, we're obviously after Miami, we're heading to the Nats. Um, Chad Cool was released by the Nats a couple of weeks ago, the Washington Nationals. Because, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, he's just having, he's having a tough season. Yeah. It's ERA was in the nines, just like really rough. But also, he's going through a lot personally right now. Yeah. His wife Amanda battling cancer, going through treatments. Um, uh, so he was released by the Nationals a couple of weeks ago. But today, he announced on social media that, uh, despite receiving authors uh, offers from other teams, uh, the Cools have decided to pause baseball life this season and just stay in D.C. where Amanda is continuing to receive her cancer treatments. And I, I love that. Like, I, I think, you know, something uh, this serious. Yeah. Baseball doesn't matter. You know, I yeah. mean, y- your career doesn't matter. You can come back later when you've got your life, you know, a little bit more kind of mm-hmm. figured out in that regard um, or, you know, become a coach down the road. Like it, it, baseball will always be there. He's got to spend time with his wife and his family. Um, so I applaud him for making the right decision there. Yeah. Um, it's just, tough, it's, but, it's you know, so tough. And you know I what? I think it's the right call. I'm so glad that they got to go back to the D.C. area. They're both from Delaware, so not really far. So yeah. they're they're close to their own families right now anyway. I Because when he signed with the Nationals, I was like, what a blessing that they get to be closer to yeah. family and he gets to continue work. And it's unfortunate that, you know, things didn't really pan out with the Nationals. But they're, um, I mean, they're... Um, Nonprofit component, Nats for Good. They with the Cools, they raised so much money for cancer. Yeah, that, that so is really much cool. money, and I think that's like that's it's so special. So they got to do something really special in DC. I'm wishing them the best of luck. Yeah, it's bigger than baseball, and I think bigger it's cool to see the community come together. And you know, even if the baseball side of it wasn't working out in Washington DC, you know, I'm sure the community is still supporting him uh, and what he's going through. So yeah, thoughts and prayers to him and, and his family because. I can't imagine how challenging that would be, but it's it's good that he's making the choice to take a step back and just be with his family. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's preview this upcoming uh, Marlins series. Friday, we still don't know who's pitching, but Braxton Garrett's pitching for the Marlins. That's at 440 Mountain Time. Uh, Saturday, at Seabold versus... I don't know who's pitching yet for the Marlins either. That's at 1110. That's an early game. Yeah, wow. Um, and then Sunday, we've got Chase Anderson versus Jesus Lazardo at 11.40. Why is the Saturday game earlier than the Sunday game? And, Make it both, make sense. Yeah, both earlier. Yeah, jeez. Make I mean, it, it gets, you, gets you home in time to get ready to go out and have some fun Saturday night. Uh, you know, I guess so. And then I guess have to get up early again for Sunday, but... 
Yeah. You know, it works. It works. It works. I'll be, I think I'll be in D.C. already at that point. Okay. I'm nice. going to D.C. I got friends in D.C. You are going got, to hang out in the humidity. That's what you're doing. I'm going to hate it. I mean, like, I think it's humid here, but, like, it's actually not humid for East Coast standards No, here. no, not at, not at all. It's <laughs> This is the, the nice, like, Western humidity that's casual. Yeah. East Coast humidity makes you feel like death. Ugh. Well, East Coast humidity is nothing compared to St. Louis humidity. Also feel Get like Get the death. hell out of yeah. here. Yeah. The worst humidity I've ever felt. Haven't uh, experienced that, but, you know, <laughs> I, I take your word for it. <laughs> um, Christian, thank you so much for uh, hanging out with us today. Can you tell everyone where we can follow you on social yeah, media? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at CJJ Saez, but you probably just see a lot of pictures of my dogs. But that is where I am, is on Twitter. And you've great dogs. I do. They are, they are fun. Great dogs. Um, they've been on the show, or at least one of them has been on the show. Dude actually. has been on the Dude show. Been and a, he was a member of the podcast. So talented. So, so, um, articulate. Yes. Yes. We'll have to, we'll have to bring him back sometime. Oh, he's probably huge now, isn't he? He's, he's too big for this chair. <laughs> he's almost too big for my house. Oh my gosh. Um, uh, you can follow me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms and make sure you are keeping in touch with DNVR underscore Rockies for all of the latest Rockies updates, injury updates. You know we got updates. Um, and Christian, you know what we say here on the DNVR Rockies podcast? I don't. Give it to me. About <laughs> closing out a show. I don't know how, but um, we will be back. Patrick and I will be back Sunday post-game, breaking down this Miami series. We will talk to you then.